Merhaba. Good night, Din. <laughs> All right. Welcome to Dizzy for Dizzy. I'm Kristen. And I'm Ashley. And we're here to discuss volume nine of Erkenji Kush. That's right. Um, what did you think of this episode? It was interesting. Yeah, I couldn't think of a word really properly to describe Neither how I felt I. because it wasn't a bad episode. No. Like there are episodes where I'm just like, yeah, that was just no good. And this wasn't that. No. But it wasn't an amazing episode either no, considering like where we left off and like what could have transpired. The possibilities yeah. were pretty good and but then I don't it's not that a lot didn't happen. Right. We had good moments. I felt like we moved forward in the storyline. We did. But maybe it was just a lack of there wasn't a ton of we have a few John M moments. But yeah, none there of weren't them are, a ton. No, and none of them are super like <gasps> yeah. or like um or shocking or Yes. You know I guess maybe coming off of last episode and having so many of those. Yeah. Maybe this just felt a little anticlimactic of an episode. I get that. So, I, I think that's a good description. Yeah. It, it all felt a little bit anticlimactic. Yeah. So, like they were both faltering a little. Yeah. And they're both kind of being punks to each other. Well, and, and we're kind of getting to know two new side characters. Yes. And so I think some of the storyline had to focus on that too. Right. Yeah. So anyhow. And that could be a good place to start. So we in the beginning, we start off. With surprise, right. Pauline is here. Uh -huh. <laughs> Do you want me to read the summary from Sure, EK yes, first? yes. Okay. That's a great idea. Okay. So here we go, guys. If you haven't watched, then I'll read off this little quick summary from EK's uh, Instagram. So the hashtag for this one uh, this week was Sadajay Ikimis. I hope I said that correctly. Oh. It means just the two of us. Aww. And so as soon as I looked it up, I thought of that song. Yes. <laughs> just the two of us. Yeah. Um. Which it really was a good episode, and I can tell exact. I know I remember exactly what scene that hashtag probably came from. We'll oh, yeah. get there, but anyway, so uh, that was that. And let's see, here we go. The summary is: When Sun M wanted to say "Don't go" to John, it was Polen who opened the door. Sun M is in shock. What is John's ex-girlfriend, who lives abroad, doing at his house? <laughs> While Sanaim is trying to figure out the kind of person Polen is, Polen is trying to figure out who the mystery woman is that John mentioned when he broke up with her. Mm -hmm. As the preparations for Remy Dehanim's new store continue, the agency loses itself in a Turkish coffee and fortune-telling craze. <laughs> <laughs> It's a little exaggerated. I know. <laughs> it's like maybe five minutes of the whole yeah. episode. <laughs> Anyhow... Uh, where was I? Oh, <laughs> Emre wants to take things slow, but Eileen has other plans and schemes in mind. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. When Niha and Muzo lose their stores to the women, they bombard Osman and help with his vegetarian meatball adventure. Who's going to eat all of those? What will John do when Sanem thinks she found her albatross? Things will get out of hand when Sanem gets jealous of Polen. And when John is jealous of the fake albatross, things will get out of hand yeah so it kind okay. of repeated itself it's hard doing these sometimes because the translations can right. be really rough right <laughs> so i'll use the instagram translation and then i'll also use google translate and okay. usually between those two i can kind of piece together okay what the general summary is trying to, to say kind of combine it yeah yeah so anyhow so that's the gist of the episode yeah um so let's dive in you were talking about the opening scene yeah so Pollen is 
there in all her glory. In uh, all her long-legged glory. With, <laughs> with uh, three suitcases, although apparently it's only – she's brought a bunch of work yeah, stuff. Yeah, she says it's mostly work stuff, yeah. but whatever. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> um, yeah, so she decides to befriend Sanem and obviously thinks that this sweet, innocent girl – couldn't she doesn't suspect anything no. at all i mean sonam just says you know i'm an employee right. i was here to talk to him about work all yeah. you know all go and she's like no no come in you came over here like let's chat let's get to know each other yeah so you're kind of like oh okay like poland's not so bad she's just kind of a victim of her circumstance right you know? like, she's trying to figure out what's going on with yeah. john they've been together for years so you kind of understand why she might you know suddenly surprise him right after after all that time right. and he just breaks it off with her over the phone. Yeah. Obviously, they're living in separate countries. Right. So it's not going to be as easy to fly over and say, hey, by the way, I want to break up. Right. And he had he had told her that he was going to come see her and then didn't. Right. And so, she, you know, it does make sense that she would maybe go, okay, I'm going to just go see what's going on. He was right. going to come see me and then he didn't. Right. Then – you know, over the phone, he decides right. to end things. And well, that was interesting too, though, because it almost felt from our one side of the conversation that we overheard, it almost felt like she kind of pushed the issue right. with John. Oh. That he wasn't going to break up with her right. until they were face to face. Right. But she was kind of pushing it. And, and he's like, know, okay, well, then look, this is the deal. It's not working. Yeah. And I need to break it off with you. Right. And while I do respect that he didn't want to just break up with her over the phone, I also understand her perspective. I mean, oh, yeah. Anytime whose spidey senses do not go off when someone says or texts you to say, we need to talk. Right. And then you don't get to talk right away. That can mean so many things. I hate that phrase. I yeah. hate when anyone does it. It's immediately dun, dun, dun. That's exactly what it is. And whoever's saying it also knows it. Right. So I don't blame her for being like, hey, you're not making it out here. I can't just be hanging here over in London thousands yeah. of miles away from you wondering. Right. So what's going on? So I'm going to come and see for myself. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, you know, we get our first introduction, our first real introduction to Poland. Right. We find out that she's a physicist. Yes. <laughs> a quantum physicist. A quantum physicist and quite the foodie. Yes. She's a great cook. Uh-huh. She's tall and beautiful. Yep. And Porcinum is like, of course this is this is her. Uh-huh. And of course I can't believe this. This is such a joke. I love too when when Polen finally convinces her to like just come in and hang out for a while. You know, you mm-hmm. came all this way. I prepared some snacks. And they walk into the kitchen and there's this like whole spread. And Sanem's like, whoa, you said you just got here, but this is a lot of food. Yeah. And Poland says, oh, you know, these are all quick five-minute dishes. And then Sanem grabs this one plate and she's like, um, you forgot to cook this meat. Yeah. Let's cook this. And she's like, no, no, no. That's how it is. That's one of John's favorite dishes. And I love how she says, oh, I thought John Bay liked barbecued meat. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I knew he liked his meat rare, but raw <laughs> so sonam's not familiar with tartar no not at all and of course john has the perfect timing and walks in right as the two of them are together uh-huh. in the hallway as sonam is desperately trying to make a break for it right she's like, yeah she stayed for here. a while she's chatted with Pullen politely um and it's funny because both she and Pullen are sort of trying to sneakily get information out of the other one. Like, yeah. Poland's like, oh, have you noticed a change in John's, you know, demeanor and this? 
and Sun M instead of answering is like, well, I don't really know him that well. I'm just a lowly employee. You're his girlfriend. Yeah. So maybe you would know better. So and, you would know better. And yeah. Helen's like, well, actually, we broke up. And so that kind of confirms right. to Sun M that John was telling the truth. Yeah. When he had told her that they broke up. And, you know, Sun M realizes, I just need to get the heck out of here. I'm in this right. awkward situation now. Obviously, I can't accomplish what I came here for. Right. So she tells Pauline, like, obviously, John Bay is not coming anytime soon. I'm going to go. And then, of course, as she's leaving, he comes in. He walks in the door and the look on his face yeah. of pure. <laughs> he's trying to subdue his shock. But I mean, all I, all I think of is Nick in New Girl when he yeah. always says, this is my nightmare. <laughs> and he like that's panic a, moonwalks yeah. out of the room. <laughs> You know, that's exactly what is happening in John Bay's head. Yes, I wrote. He's like, this is my nightmare. Uh Get me out. What do I do? Help. Help. I wrote, surprise, John Bay, your past and future in your house, shaking hands. That's right. (laughs) Oh, but also, John ripped up his plane ticket. He sure did. He was sitting very pensively in his truck Mm -hmm. and staring at the ticket. And at this point, he doesn't know that Sonam is waiting for him right at his house he just realizes he can't leave even if she isn't going to be at the agency right he can't just leave so one one thing that kept happening in this episode is that the two of them john and son m kind of just keep playing with each other they keep messing with each other Mm -hmm. and it started even in this scene because when he walks in Mm -hmm. he tells polen i was going to visit you Uh uh-huh and he tells her that after he just ripped up his ticket. Right. Where he clearly had decided he wasn't going to visit her. Right. So he's only saying that to bother Sanem. Uh-huh. Which really, they they both play with each other. Right. And it, you know, it's funny on one hand. It is. But on the other hand, it's like, come on, you little dweebs. Like, just yeah. stop messing with each uh-huh. other and just talk. Just, right be adults about right this and, and in sanem's defense that is what she came over to do right but yeah her plans obviously were derailed by yeah. a tall blonde bombshell by a mysterious blonde uh-huh. <laughs> yeah by a mysterious blonde <laughs> if you know what we're talking you yeah if you guys they will they'll of know course. <laughs> they totally will the i feel like that's blonde. in our kenji kush fandom inside joke it absolutely everybody is. knows about the mysterious blonde <laughs> <laughs> and i love that john still calls john her Yaman that still calls yeah. her that yeah so funny um okay so after the hallway scene sanem's like yeah i'm out of here i'm noping on out of this place yeah and she try to, tries to run out the door uh, John tells Pauline, I'll be right back. Mm-hmm. So he chases Sonem and he's like, Sonem, 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 Sonem. I don't want to keep yelling your name. Just wait a minute. And she turns around and he says, why'd you come here? Which, you know, is a valid question. Mm-hmm. The last thing was he dropped her off. They said goodbye. And that was that. So then when he decides to come back home to what he thought was going to be an empty house and Sonem is there, mm-hmm. you know, he has a right to the question. They kind of banter back and forth and he pushes her and um, metaphorically, not physically. <laughs> I'm like, that sounded bad. He's like pushing her to tell him, right? you know, what the heck is going on. And she's like, look, listen, even if I wanted to tell you now, you're not really in a position to hear what I have to say. Yeah. Meaning like you've got a house guest that yeah. you need to take care of. I'm not going to spill this right now. Right. When she's just arrived on your doorstep. Right. And he's like, hey, look, 
I had no clue that mm-hmm. she was going to be here. I'm just as surprised as you are. And she's like, and it almost clear. I think maybe she wondered if he knew that she was coming because she does go, oh, it was a surprise for you, just like it was for me. So I was yeah. a little confused by that because I thought I thought that was kind of clear when he walked in the door and looked shocked. Well, and I think Pauline even tells her, I'm surprised yeah. you're so, so, but again, I almost think that she's just needling him. Yeah. I think she's just kind right. of messing with him. Like, you're oh, right. it was a surprise for you. Uh-huh. Like, right, John Bay. Mm-hmm. Sure, whatever you say. Yeah. Because what else is she get? It's, she's trying to, it's a defense mechanism. Yeah. You're right. That's what I think. You're right. She's trying to protect herself because she came over planning to, to be completely her vulnerable. Yeah. yeah. And then voila, this tall, leggy, beautiful blonde is there mm-hmm. <laughs> who is also a quantum physicist and can cook <laughs> delicious stuff right. apparently and Vasanam's like who am I kidding yeah. how am I going to compete with this yeah look at her yeah so I I liked I thought that was a great uh I guess I don't know if I would call it a trope but right. I thought that was a great step in the writing mm-hmm. to make John's previous girlfriend this like unattainable type of woman right where you know any normal person and come on give me a break demet is astounding astoundingly beautiful oh completely. okay so she's not common but the character of sun m right is much more simple yes and she's she's young and she's mm-hmm. naive and she is a kind of a common girl you know right. she comes from a a very humble neighborhood and right. humble background so you can see why she might feel self-conscious after right. meeting somebody like Pauline. yeah and that makes her pretty, relatable yeah and you can totally understand so i thought that was a good step in the writing mm-hmm. for them to be like oh you know look at this bombshell that john bay was with right but he doesn't even care he doesn't even want her right she's not the one that caught his interest right so and even Pauline is expecting when she's talking to son uh-huh. she's expecting oh oh no when she talks to john the next morning right and she's, she's like oh is she some harvard graduate with who's devoted her life to 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 like um, serving the human race type exactly of thing. Like, so even she is anticipating this someone a step above her woman exactly mm-hmm. and Surprise, surprise at the end of the episode yeah. when she finds out that it's not. Nope. <laughs> I know. Too good. So, yeah. I, I thought that was really good for kind of everybody involved and it'll be interesting to see. Anyway, I, I'm getting ahead of myself. No, I know. No, no. I, I hear you though. Yeah. But Let's see. Um, Her inner voice has popped back up again when she yes. leaves the house and is basically like, oh, nice, nice job you did there. <laughs> and Sonam's like, what was I supposed to do? <laughs> um, I I like, though, that she says, John Bay is over for me. From now on, he'll see a difference on him. Yes. Like, yeah. And it's funny because her saying that, you think, oh, she's going to be this, like, um, you know, kind of, what's the word I'm looking for? Almost like I was expecting based on that statement, like I'll show him what, like what a badass I am. Like she's going to be this like hardened, this and that. But it's funny because she more is like carefree. She ends up deciding like, no, I'm just going to be carefree and yeah. relaxed and happy about everything. Every day is a great day. Right. Yeah. Um. Anyhow, when she goes home that night, I like what she writes in her journal. She yes. uses the quill pen that she John does. got her. Yeah. And I like that she writes, I'll either turn into a rock or a bird, just like the Gelinkaya myth. I, I don't know if I'm pronouncing sure. that correctly, but anyhow. 
I'll stand hard as a rock in front of him or fly away from him like a bird. If I can't be a bird, I'll turn into a stone now. I'll stand hard against life. I want to forget now, to start over, to open a brand new page full of happiness. And I think this is kind of where I got the idea that she was going to kind of be this like stone cold kind of aloof right person to him now yeah and but i i think that she the whole to start a brand new page i think she's kind of alluding to she's gonna choose to be a bird and to fly away from him yeah and to pursue that happiness yes i think i i liked that and i thought that was interesting um yeah and i meant to look up that whole myth Mm -hmm. i Um, know i i meant yeah i should have googled it but but i never I never got around to if it. If any of you know what that myth is, please uh, enlighten us. Mm-hmm. So, okay, why don't we move on to moments? Like, okay, um, for example, what kinds of adorable and swoony moments did you like? What was your what was your swooniest? I think my favorite moment. Let me find it. Honestly. The best moment for me in the whole episode mm-hmm. was the very end because John is at the cabin. Oh. He's looking at all the photos he took of Sun M, but you're flashing back to all these great John M moments. Mm-hmm. And it almost makes up for the lack of them in this episode. Yes. Because they're all there. He's flashing back to all these great moments where he's like catching her when she's falling, uh-huh. when he's like you know, comforting her when she's upset and brushing the hair out of her face or they're just having a good conversation. And even though it was a sad moment in general because he's upset, Mm -hmm. it was just such a good moment. Like you just clearly see, I wrote, his face is so like lovesick. It's full of yearning. It's kind of languished. Yeah. Yeah. His eyes say so much. Yeah. In that scene. So that was honestly, even though it was kind of sad, it was very like swoony and sweet because you just, you got to revisit all the moments up to this point. Yeah. That, I picked that as my swooniest as well, that he was um, doing some hardcore picture gazing. Yeah. And, yeah. and all the flashbacks. That's and, exactly what it was. Um, I think though that my favorite moments mm-hmm. were every single jealous moment with him and Levant uh-huh. because <laughs> he was so bothered by the whole situation oh my gosh yes he's like so antsy whenever the two of them are interacting and like he looks like he's gonna come out of his skin and he's he's constantly giving levant crap he's like you didn't have a beard Uh and then he tells and he's acting really sulky Mm -hmm. and he tells sanem he used serums to have it and then it suddenly appears he's like almost like he's he's, not man enough to grow a beard he He smeared the help serum he smeared serum all over his face and then it appeared like Yeah, so, and then oh, his man. his stares that he gives Levant, and mm-hmm. when, I think when they shake hands, and he just is looking over his yes. glasses. Uh-huh. When, when he, like, moves to... his glasses down, and he's, like, watching their hands shake. Or even when uh, Levant first appears at the agency, and mm-hmm. Sanem's across the way, kind of cleaning, but she's sort of gazing in their direction, because... And he's trying to figure out if she's staring at levant or him Uh uh-huh and levant's like oh that girl's staring at me and john's like is she and john like takes a few steps away to see if her gaze follows john or Uh levant and he's not really sure and he's kind of like he's turning his head back and forth between sanem and levant and he's like um he just kind of do you notice he like grabs levant's face and he's like let's go to my office and he's like yeah and and later on when sanem brings the coffee Mm -hmm. in levant's like 
I need to tell you something. I think that that girl likes me. Uh Why else would she bring coffee? She wanted to come see me. And John's like, no, no, I don't think so. No, No, you're mistaken. That's not possible. (laughs) Yoke, yoke, yoke. (laughs) So funny. Yeah, I wrote, that's an LOL moment. Um, Yeah. All of those moments were just my favorite because he is so bothered, but he's trying He's vaguely trying not to be obvious. Right. And it's funny, again, looking back at these episodes, Mm -hmm. all I think of is, how did nobody in this office notice what the heck is going on? Yes, especially when he's flashing back at the very end to all these scenes, because most of those scenes happened in front of people, minus like the episode three where he catches her there by themselves. Right. You know, when he yanks her out of the party. Yeah. And when... he's constantly looking for her. Yes. He only wants her to bring his tea. Uh-huh. He is, there's always an excuse to talk to her. The only one I think who actually notices is Duran. Right. Because she's just bothered by but, it. And yeah, because she's just always honed in on John. Right. Exactly. So she notices those right. things. But even But she... everyone else is like, Whoa. Right. I Like when they flash back to the bandana scene when she's feeling his face, yes. it's like, listen, that was in front of an entire group of people and she took and she is very sensually touching his face oh my gosh and she (laughs) took like five times as long on him (laughs) than she did on everyone else there's no (laughs) way the coworkers wouldn't be talking about that later on real can you like guys listen did you see how she was touching can you imagine being blindfolded and touching your boss's face uh-huh. like that in front of all your coworkers and nobody and thinking nobody talking, anything yeah. of it. No way. There's no way. <laughs> but oh. of course, you know, it's more fun to suspend our, it is. our disbelief. Oh my gosh. <laughs> to yeah. stay in the reality of our Kenji Kush. Yep. Oh man. So yeah, those are my favorite moments because I love a good jealous John. Yes. It's He's gets so sulky and he's so upset. And yeah, I love his it. jealousy is just different in this episode. It's, it is. It's he's so comedic. Not mad. He's not mad. It's funny. It's funny because he is just like he's either wringing his hands or mm-hmm. he's like has to walk around or he just constantly looks like he's about to come unglued mm-hmm. because you can tell it's on the tip of his tongue to be like. I am albatross, but right. he won't. He's like, he's not. A, what are you thinking? Yes. Oh, and, and the electric moment of the episode, I thought, mm-hmm. was when he confronts her in his office. And he's like, what mm-hmm. about your fiance? Oh, yes. I wrote this whole interaction down okay. because it's a good one. Yeah. Once Levant leaves mm-hmm. and from their little meeting and Sanem has been asking him questions like, oh, were you at the 40th anniversary party? Blah, blah, blah. And you see the light bulb turn on in John's head like, oh, okay, now I understand her interest in this guy. She thinks he's albatross. Mm-hmm. So Levant leaves. Sanem, it's just Sanem and John in the office. And he goes, again, Sanem, again with the albatross. And she says, I never gave up on albatross. And John says, he is not albatross. She says, how do you know? How do you know? How are you suddenly an expert on everything albatross? Uh-huh. And instead of answering mm-hmm, instead of answering her, he deflects with another good question. Why were you at my house last night? Tell me. And she goes, uh, she's kind of like stumped, like, crap, now I have to actually answer this. And yeah. she goes, um, uh, I was on a walk thinking about albatross. I saw that your lights were on and just wanted to come by. <laughs> and John says, you are being really absurd. Bye, a bye, a bye, a sashma. That's what he says. It sounds like he's saying, like, you're being really, really, really ridiculous. Yeah. And he says, okay, what about your fiance? Are you trying to drive me crazy? 
And what will you do when you find Albatross? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Sonam's like, oh, Osman. Um, well, she's like, I'll question him. I'll, I'll, ask, I'll ask him hard questions. Yes. And he's like, he's like, okay, like what? And they're right in each other's yeah, faces. I wrote, yeah, he's getting in her face like, oh, what will you ask him? I said their noses are basically making out. Yeah. <laughs> like their noses are touching and brushing. Yeah. And then, of course, Polen's like. Of course. Polen walks in. Breaks and they, the tension. Mm-hmm, the two of them. The, ruins the moment ruins where they were the just moment. about to start making out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's our narration. <laughs> that would have been perfect. Because, well, you know, when people are all angry. Uh-huh. And <laughs> the only way to break the tension. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the only way to break the tension is to make out or be interrupted by your ex-girlfriend, apparently. Yeah, so Polen comes in to hang out and work for the day. And yeah, <laughs> so there goes that moment. Yep. There goes them having the possibility of them having a real conversation again. Um, I also liked because, you know, earlier that day before uh, Sanem went into work, she goes to Ihan's mm-hmm. and Ihan's like, oh, you're so happy and breezy. Like, did it go well at Jambe's house last night? And she's like, oh, yeah, it went great. He reconciled with his girlfriend. Her And Polen is there with her long legs and her that. And, you know, she's waxing poetic about how amazing Polen is. And Ihan's looking at her like, okay, so why are you so happy about this? And why do you keep saying the word reconciled all the like? That was you- one of my LOL moments was was. I said insanity with Ihan in the laundry. Yes. Because she's <laughs> full, very violently folding these <laughs> sheets with Ihan. But she's like being all cheerful and she has this like crazed smile mm-hmm. on her face. Like, no, everything's just going to be fine and it's going to be great and blah, blah, blah. And, and I, Ihan is clearly petrified of her friend. Yes. I wrote, where is it? Um, she, oh man it's really funny oh here we go so i wrote sanem's crazy eyes and smile as she's telling ihan about everything when they're folding the laundry before she goes to work and once that whole interaction's done and she's like okay see you later everything's gonna be great i'm off to work and ihan says to herself i swear her brain is melted it was melting in front of me and i couldn't do anything about it it's in her jeans she got it from aunt mevkabe mm-hmm. <laughs> because it's just funny. Ihan and her funny little like one-liners. Yeah. It's just yeah. Another good Ihan moment of the episode is when JJ calls her. Oh my god. He's gosh. strolling and he's strolling through and he's, you know, trying to get time with Ihan. Uh-huh. He's asking for her. Like, advice oh, I just had my on, fortune told what on do you the think coffee it means? fortune. Uh-huh. And after they're done talking, she's like she's like, <laughs> Okay, hang up. And he goes, you hang up trying to be playful and uh-huh. cute and flirty and then she <laughs> hangs up immediately just hangs up it's so funny i could not stop laughing at that because <laughs> the look on her face she's like <laughs> okay <laughs> and, she hangs up. <laughs> and jj's like oh she hung up but he's still really he's still really happy and and he's still in a good mood he's like oh she hung up and then he looks around he's like oh i got to the exit as i was on the phone (laughs) (laughs) he's in total denial (laughs) oh my gosh that moment like it really shouldn't have been that funny of a moment right like she just took him literally and hung up the phone but the look on her face yeah the way that she played it was perfect it was perfect oh yeah okay that was really hang up that was me to hang up then i'll hang up really good physical comedy yeah (laughs) so good oh my gosh um what else oh i do like when jj even jj takes note of sanem 
not being Zanem. Like, yes. He's like, what the heck? You're drinking coffee and you're a tea drinker. He's like, and, I don't drink coffee. Right. And, you know, he's down there in the um, archive room and he's looking at her and he's like, come to your senses or our relationship will deteriorate. Some kind of mania has come down on your face. This is not the Zanem I know. Yeah. <laughs> And she's like, what, JJ? Everyone's so stressed here. Everything's great. She's trying to be all easy breezy. And JJ's like not having it. He's like, I don't know who this is, but this is not Sonem. Yes. I uh, love it. And also, oh my gosh, how – see, okay, I think the best way to describe John in this episode mm-hmm. is that I've just felt like he was adorable this entire episode. He really was. Because he's desperately trying to – make these things happen Mm -hmm. that aren't actually happening Uh and then for example the bandana scene yes when when sanem sees the bandana on him Uh and she's like oh if your hand is better then i'll go ahead and take my bandana back and he's like what are you talking about this isn't your bandana Uh i found this bandana on the coast where somebody left it but let me ask you a question do you think (laughs) it looks good on me because I really like it and I you know this is probably my favorite bandana uh-huh. that I own now and then he's like okay see you later yeah well he's like don't answer that I know it looks good on me and he like shushes her with his finger and walks off and she's like he asked a question and didn't even wait around for the answer like my translation said that she said yes it does suit you but I don't think that's what she said yeah I don't think she responds it sounds well because she's like talking to herself oh and she's like you didn't even wait for the answer and the translation says Yes, of course it suits you. Hmm. But it doesn't sound like that's what she says. I mean, not that obviously I'm great at speaking Turkish. Oh. But I rewound that scene a couple times and I was like, I swear she says yolk. Like, no, it doesn't. Oh. Um, But it's funny because that whole scene was funny. But at the same time, it's almost like, what are you really asking, John Bay? Because you know this is her bandana. So are you really asking if the bandana suits you? Or are you trying, like... Right. It's almost like, it is there a whole double meaning there? Or was he really just being goofy and just yeah. asking about I the I guess bandana? I read it more as him just being funny. goofy. He's like, I'm not giving up this bandana, so I'm gonna derail you by asking you uh-huh. if you think that it looks good on me. Well, it's, He's like, there's no way this is your bandana. Uh-huh. This is a stranger's bandana. I found this bandana. <laughs> no, like, it's not yours which is such a 180 because obviously in the last episode he's like oh i was gonna give this back to you but i forgot so it's like you're right he's totally he's he's, messing with her being intentionally obtuse yeah he's playing (laughs) with her he's like i'm not giving up this bandana yeah right girl so funny (laughs) um let's talk about really quick eileen's whole ridiculous scheme okay let's just get her out of the way which which ridiculous scene well like there were a couple so basically her whole thing with the bank and having her yes. portfolio manager say like, well, you're also Emre, so call and tell him I'm mortgaging yeah, the house. forcing her to tell Emre confidential information. Right. Because obviously she wants it to concern Emre so that he'll reach out and, you know, come to her. Right. And obviously, you know, the woman is like, I can't really do that, Eileen. And basically Eileen's like, hey, I've done a lot of favors for you. You're doing this. Yeah. So she's basically doing that so that Emery will be like, oh, my gosh, she's mortgaging the house. You know, business must be bad. I better go check on her. Yeah. Which is essentially what he does. Yeah. Um, it doesn't quite go the way she wants. Because mm-hmm. he's like, here, take this engagement ring and sell it and use it for your business. And she was expecting him to come with a brand new ring and propose. It's interesting because I had noted at the beginning of that whole conversation, I put Eileen's bad acting mm-hmm. and Emery backpedaling but 
then by the end of the scene, she's like you said, it wasn't what she was expecting nope. and she's legitimately upset. Yep. Because I think she thought he was going to move forward. She's been waiting for him to propose since she mm-hmm. found out the ring existed. But obviously because of all the drama with the ring and being used with Sanem. Right. She's thinking like, okay, he's going to get me a brand new like, you know. Yeah. Untainted ring, so to speak. <laughs> so when he pulls out the original one. And not only is he not proposing with it, right? He's just like, here, go hawk it, basically for yeah, cash to <laughs> save yourself, mm-hmm. so you don't have to mortgage the house, right? She, yeah, it didn't go at all how she wanted, and she's upset, yeah. And, um, you know, and of course she uses her wiles to weasel her way into the divot house later. Yeah. Now, before we move on to that, mm-hmm. I thought it was interesting because in their conversation, mm-hmm. Emery says. I didn't say we should break up. Yeah, you're right. Now, <clears throat> the part of me wants to say, play back the tapes. Like, uh-huh. because I'm sorry, Emre. I'm pretty sure you told her everything was over. Right. She was a bad woman and you didn't want to have anything to do with her anymore. Right. Because she's like, well, you broke up with me. You broke my heart, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I didn't say we should break up. I said we should take a step back. Well, because he did break up with her. But then remember, she came to John last episode. With her boo-hoo sob story. I guess that's true. And then Emery went and saw her that night. The latest chapter in yes. the saga. Emery went and saw her that night and then realized, though, okay, I can't literally just jump right back into this with her. Right. So, you know, he tells her the next day, like, let's take a step back. Let's take it slow. Yeah, I guess that's right. Because I'm like, bro, you broke up with her. Right. You straight broke You are up with right. Her. You are right. But then he did kind of backpedal that once he went over to once her house. he went crawling back. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, that's true. And so instead of I can just... see why Eileen is ticked. Right. <laughs> Honestly. Right. Well, I mean, yeah, because he... Now he's kind of playing with her. Well, right. Because he went over to her house. They obviously slept together. Yeah. So, you and know. And then the next day he's like, uh-huh. well. Right. Hmm. I need a minute. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. He got his like. He, now that I got some, I need uh-huh. some time away from you. Yeah. We need to take a step back. We're moving too quickly. Right. So it's villain. Like, or, okay. Where was that last night? Exactly. Brother? So villain or not, <laughs> Eileen does have a bit of a point. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so she decides to go on over to the DV house and break up breakfast and hang out right and well and like awkward. make a make a business proposal yes that's both beneficial to her and john so that she can kind of get some business for her company mm-hmm. but you know obviously she can't just get business from him she has to give him something so she's like hey i have this right. big car campaign i can't handle it it'd be good money for you yeah. i'm willing to give it to you if you'll let me have my small portion back of the galena right because um, she lost campaign. it to them Mm-hmm. Right. So, okay. So here's my question. What do you think? Because as she's leaving, she's like, don't worry. I know my way out. Yes. She puts the, she sneaks into Emery's room, puts the ring in uh-huh. his nightstand drawer. What do you think was her purpose? I was trying to figure out like, what are you trying to accomplish with that? That was going to be my question of the week. Oh. That is my question of the week. Okay. Was what do you think is the motivation or the goal? What right. do you think is the end goal for her depositing that ring in the spare bedroom right, because, at John's house. Oh, it's the spare room. It's not Emery's room. I'm assuming it's a spare room. Oh, maybe We're it's We're never the explicitly room. told, though. And I don't know if – I don't remember that room. Yeah. Isn't Emery's room, like, right next to John's? Yeah, you're right. Because that spare room is, like, right off the right off the entryway. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. 
Yeah, or I guess it's that, like a library. I don't even know if there was a bed in there. There was a bed. Okay, okay. Um, there was a bed, which is why I thought it might be Emery's room. But you're right; it was a very plain room. There wasn't anything. Yeah, like John's I room, assumed you know, it was, John's it was a room. spare room. Yeah, and then when they go lay Duren down, yeah, in a room right. when she gets drunk at the party, that's where they put it's her. It's like really close to john's room yeah so i figured his and john's rooms were basically right okay. next to each other so that makes it even a little more mysterious it's not yeah. even in emory's room if it's in a spare room because you know obviously she knows if john sees it all hell's gonna break loose because john right. has seen it on sanem thinking right. it was her engagement ring to osman right but- so is she trying to reveal stuff to john about emory right but what would he i don't even know what kind of conclusion john would come to right finding that ring inside his own house and how does it benefit eileen because eileen's out for eileen so okay he finds out that it's not really sonam's engagement ring all this stuff but how does it directly benefit her i was very confused yeah yeah me too and i feel like somehow she's trying to implicate emre in something bad but, but again, how does it benefit you? How is that going to push him back into your arms, which is what you want? So right. I was very confused. Like, yeah. like, did I miss something? Like, right. what is her purpose with it? I was, right. I mean, I probably spent too much time thinking about it because it's just Eileen. But yeah, so I am curious. That's a good question for the week because yeah. what do you guys think was her purpose? Yeah. Why do you think she meant to do that? Or why do you think she did that? What yeah. do you think What's is she trying her to accomplish? goal? Okay. Yeah. Because I, I don't know. It seems like... It's obviously very purposeful. Right. But it seems like a very odd thing for right. her to do. And because we're still in Aisha written episodes, uh-huh. she doesn't do anything without a purpose. Right. So it's like, okay, you have a purpose with this. Mm-hmm. I just don't know what it is. Exactly. Exactly. Right. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't All know right. what the heck is going on All right. with that. But it was interesting. Yeah. And Eileen is so calculating mm-hmm. that you know she has something in mind right she you know she has a plan right she is not nonchalantly Mm-mm. doing this no all no right. way all right guys so tell us what the heck do you think is her end goal yeah in plopping that ring in that nightstand yeah oh another adorable moment mm-hmm. well the whole dinner scene the whole double date scene oh my gosh was such a fiasco. Uh-huh. I, I think that's the best way to put uh-huh. it. It was a fiasco because yep. Polen is getting drunk because she sees right. what is happening. I think she's probably still in the denial phase. Right. But she's looking over at John and Sanem who mm-hmm. are clearly paying a lot more attention to each other than they are their well, supposed date. funny because it didn't start out that way. No, it didn't. I mean, the day starts out, they go to the, again, I don't know what that building is. I'll just call it a greenhouse. Yeah. But, um, you know, and both john and sanam are noticing their respective partners mm-hmm. are like not nature people polen's like being super persnickety and like <laughs> boo hooey about where they're at yeah she can't handle walking in heels in the dirt even levant is like damn it i ripped my suit on this wall and blah, blah. and he starts like freaking out and sanam's like it's just some dust like what is he freaking out about yeah I put, I put, ha ha, a couple of babies, Levant and Polen. They really are. And then, you know, she sees John helping Polen and kind of gets a little wave of jealousy and is all of a sudden like, John Bay, John Bay, I need to talk to you. I need yeah. to talk to you. And there's definitely a double meaning conversation that happens here. Yes. You know, she calls him over and she's like, it's urgent, it's urgent. Mm-hmm. And he comes over and she's like, um, what should we do? What color should we paint the outside? Like, she's just trying to come up with a question. And John's like, this is what was so urgent that mm-hmm. you had to ask me. But then he kind of 
it's almost like he understands the moment. Like, you were just trying to pull me away from Poland. Oh, yeah. And he's no dummy. Uh-huh. And he says, well, gosh, what does he say? Um, I didn't write that down. I didn't write down the whole thing. But basically, he's like, I think that we should keep everything as natural as it is. Mm. I think everything looks, like, more beautiful in its natural state. Mm-hmm. And he's, like, staring at her as he's saying this. <laughs> because clearly – Polen is very made up. Yes. Like she's, you know. She's in designer her, clothing and heels. And makeup. And, lots and her of makeup hair is perfectly and, done. Mm-hmm. And Sanem is, you know, wearing practical shoes, which John even points out in a complimentary fashion. Like, yeah. Yeah. Polen's having a hard time in her heels, but you were very smart. You wore very practical shoes for this. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, so it's like he's clearly saying, like, please don't change yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you are perfect as you are in your natural state. Yeah. And basically don't take the fact that Polen is here and near me as um, an invitation to try to morph yourself into whatever it is right. that she is without him actually saying it. Yep. And without her having to really ask it. Yeah. So I like that little bit. And then they wind up going on the double date because Polen has made – the double date from hell. Yes. Polen's made reservations at this fancy restaurant that her friend and owns. And, of course, Levant is like, how would you get into that restaurant? Yeah. I was told it was a three-month wait. Yeah. And so I'm like, sure, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Sure, I'll Poland come. decides to invite Levant, and she's like, oh, and you can bring Sanem. Mm-hmm. And they keep saying double date in English, which uh-huh. is so funny. Yes, they do. They actually say the <laughs> double words date? double date, double date. And John's like, um, double date? Like, oh, heck no. <laughs> but they get there, and, you know, it's kind of awkward mm-hmm. because Sanem is desperately trying to, like, convince herself okay, this guy's the albatross, so I need to, like, like him. Right. Like, I need to yeah. basically force this to be good. Yeah. And he's just – he's a bore. He's he a tool. Is I wrote that down. Yeah. I actually wrote down that he, he totally is such is. a tool. He's boring. He's a snob. Well, and then he's even kind of obnoxious. Like, when he makes a comment about, you know, the 40th anniversary party and his girlfriend got jealous and left, and sometimes like, well, what happened? And he's like, oh, it wouldn't be appropriate to stay yeah. at the table. Like, yeah. ew, who do you think? Like, even Sanem at first and is like, what do you like, mean? well, maybe it was romantic. He's like, well, for a woman, it was, it might be romantic, but for a man, what did, what's the word he used? He said for, did I write that down? No. I can't I remember. It was a specific word. He did, but basically like, maybe for a woman, but for a man, it was indecent or indecent, something. Indecent, that was the word, yes. Yeah, and she's like, <laughs> Um, She's like, okay, I don't want to know now. Okay. Like, yeah. And Awkward. then he I like how he off asks her if she wants a glass of wine mm-hmm. and John immediately answers for her and is like, oh no, Sonam will go into a delirium <laughs> if she has wine. And even Poland's like, John, you're being like the boss of her and you're right now we're not working. We're like, not at work. Let her drink if she wants. Right. Yeah. So then John all of a sudden calls the waiter over and he's like, We need urgent <laughs> yeah. wine, please. <laughs> oh, see, that's not what mine said. He's like, he's like, I need you to get me a whiskey right away. Oh, Another really? whiskey immediately. Which and he downs the whiskey. Actually, that, he- <laughs> that makes more sense. Yeah. I started watching yeah, I watched different translations than I started out with the same ones as you. So did I, but then my Mine got glitchy. Yes. Was it at the hour and 30 mark? Yep. Yes. That's exactly where mine was. And I'm like, well, this isn't working, so I guess I better find other translations. So that's what I had to do, too. So that file must be corrupt. Corrupt. Yeah. So um, that does make more sense because I was like, why does he ask for wine? But yeah, you're right because he downs his drink. And that makes sense because he's like, oh, great. He's like, for the love of God, I need another Uh drink. Can you please bring me another whiskey? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So funny. (laughs) So then after they both had a few drinks in them, uh-huh. 
that's After when everybody has had a few yeah, drinks in them. But John and Sanem are basically making eyes at the table uh-huh. now. They are not being inconspicuous about not it at all. at all. And he has the waiter get his jacket from coat check when and she's he like drapes it on her uh-huh. and not on Pauline. Yep. Tall he, and leggy as she might be. Uh-huh. She he yeah, he drapes that jacket around her. They're like they start to feed each other. And okay, so I guess I take back my earlier statement of there not being any <gasps> moments because they're being so gutsy. Oh yeah. They're both there with other people mm-hmm. and they are not even paying attention. Yeah. It's one they're not even just like, oh, sharing my food here, try mine. She is putting food into his <laughs> mouth and he is putting food into her <laughs> mouth, draping her with the shawl. That's not romantic at all. I know. It's <laughs> oh my gosh. And obviously the two outsiders are noticing like, what the heck? Yeah. And John well, all of a sudden just drives Polen to drink more. Oh, she does. She's just downing <laughs> her wine. And John all of a sudden is like, Son M, can you come outside, please? And she does. They mm-hmm. go outside. And he's like, don't do that. And she says, don't yeah. do what? In general, just don't. Like he can't even say. <laughs> he can't even like spit out what he wants to say. <laughs> just, and it's so, it's. It's kind of heartbreaking. It is. Because he's really bothered. And he's just tortured. And, and he can't say it. Right. And he she's can't like, tell her. what am I doing? And he says, my question exactly, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. I cannot solve or understand you. Yeah. And she says, is this about Levant? Are you angry? And he says, no, I'm not angry. When have I ever been angry with you? Mm. And then my fa- this is probably my favorite line from the whole episode. He looks at her and he says, you know there are only two of us at that table, right? Yep. And I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> I mean, what a way to lay it out there. Yeah. Without laying it out there. Yeah. And, you know, they basically have some more Polen and Levant talk. And she's like, well, don't right. worry. You and Polen will reconcile. You're well-suited, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Can we go back inside now? Yeah. And he's like, okay. She walks back inside. He kind of stays outside for a minute. And he just has this, like defeated yeah sad. he looks really upset <sighs> poor john bay poor yeah. poor sad john bay but i do love it doesn't take long because levant's like hey shouldn't we leave these two lovebirds alone <laughs> right. and really he's just saying that because he wants to get son M alone right and of course she's john, like yeah sure fine let's go john let's chooses here. that exact moment to be like he's we're like, leaving let's too. go to palen uh-huh. and he like <laughs> helps her out she's super drunk so he's like trying right. to get her out of the restaurant and he basically goes to – puts Polen in the cab and says, I'll be right back. Yeah. Walks to Sun M and is like, are you sure you want to leave with him? Yeah. Doesn't he tell her don't go with him? Or Actually, is... what he said was, you're leaving with this dot, dot, dot. Yeah. I'm trying they, to think of the word. And then, yeah, they beep out whatever it is he said. So yeah. clearly he called him something not nice unsavory. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, you're sure you want to leave with this. Idiot blah, blah, blah. probably uh-huh. is the best – and I don't know. Sonem says, but Sonem says, yes. Mm-hmm. And you know, to his credit, he says, okay, and yeah. leaves. Even though he doesn't want to, but he right. realizes she's a grown woman. She can make her own decisions. Yep. He can't control her right. or order her around. And thank God it was just her pride because yeah. she clearly realizes what a tool he is. That's where I wrote this yeah. down. She does not leave with Levant. No. She like d- dips into the car and she's like, yeah, I'm not going to go with you. And and then, but right, I like how right before she does, she like mutters to herself. She's like, "Oh my gosh, please don't be the albatross." Yeah. And then she's like, "I'm not leaving with you, toodaloo." Yeah. 
So I quote, thank well, God. And she's like, I can't go. And he's like, what do you mean? The night is still young. She's like, I don't want to go. Yes. <laughs> you go ahead without you me. You go ahead. <laughs> Let me lay it out for you. I don't want to come with yes. you. Yes. And I wrote, thank God, because he's such a tool. Yeah. So that's that. Yeah. So now Polen is drunk and John deposits her at home. Mm-hmm. But he's very upset about the fact that Sanem, he, to, to his understanding, Sanem just went home with Levant mm-hmm. or went out, you know, to continue the evening with right. him. And he is Do you, very upset. Yes. And I wrote down, you notice, again, he does that like pinching of the bridge of his nose. He's like touching his forehead. He like, he has his arms up against the wall. Mm-hmm. He does that when he... That's like his version of crying. Like we yeah. haven't seen him cry. Yeah. But when he is really upset mm-hmm. and he does that, like that's his sign that like there is something really wrong. Yeah. Um. So him doing that, I'm like, man, he is so bothered right now. Yeah. He is so upset. And, you know, Pullen's drunk, half passed out, but he does tell her like, look, my mood is spoiled. Yeah. I want to be alone. I need to be alone. You stay here and rest. You sleep. I'm going to go. Yeah. So, of course, Sanem gets home and she mm-hmm. is tired and exhausted and she's upset too right. by the evening. But her phone rings mm-hmm. because guess who just got her phone number? Polen. Right. And Polen is freaking out because she's like, look, John is was really upset and he went off and he's really drunk and he uh-huh. went off by himself and I'm worried about him and I don't know what to do and I feel terrible because I'm drunk. So, oh, Polen I- is panicking. And do you notice her voice is so annoying when she's... <laughs> I didn't notice that. <laughs> I drunk Polen is so whiny, and I, you know, I get it. She's drunk, but I was like, oh my gosh, your voice is like grating on my nerves right now. <laughs> Even though I'm like, she just wants to know what's going on. I get right. it. She's right. rightfully upset because she's out of her mind. Right. Exactly. So Sanem being the kind person that she I is, know. and she's probably worried about John too. Right. And then Polen is like, I'm just gonna go look for him. And Sanem's like, you're, Can you? No, yeah, you're drunk. You're drunk. I will you're come get, get you. Yourself injured or in trouble or right. lost or something so sanem tells her that she'll she says i'll be right there mm-hmm. don't move don't do anything yeah and then you know that really speaks to her kindness like you said it, because it does clearly this woman's her competition right she could easily be like yeah all right go go make a fool of yourself go get hurt go yes. whatever yeah but she can't because she's sweet sanem well and the well-being of these two people is more important to sanem than her own feelings on the situation right which is why maybe not the best thing Mm -hmm. but sanem takes polen to the hut yes because clearly sanem has an idea about where he will be yeah because she knows john very well Mm -hmm. and she knows where he would be if he decided he wanted to be alone right because he's told her that this is the place that he goes to mm-hmm. if he wants to be alone. So she takes Pauline and she asks her, again, being very sweet, Sanem. Yeah. She asks her, do you want me to help you? Like, are you feeling okay? Right. I can help you walk. I can walk with you to go up to see him. Right. But Pauline tells her that she's fine. Just wait in the cab. Uh-huh. And she walks up only to see John gazing, hardcore gazing. Hardcore gazing. At pictures of sanem yep he's yeah browsing through the photos he took and again like i said he's got that longing you know lovesick and there are pictures littered across the entire couch and table Mm -hmm. and it this he didn't just start looking at pictures of her he's clearly been doing this happening for uh uh-huh for a while so 
obviously she knows who the mystery woman oh is yeah now. it dawns on her as soon as she is close enough to see the photos he's looking right. at like it's all a the light bulbs turn on mm-hmm. and i'm sure she had been suspicious from the time of the, the galena dinner. like yeah the the dinner from the with double the date them. yeah mm-hmm. but obviously this just confirms anything that she might have suspected right yep and you know john hasn't seen her he's you know in his own little world mm-hmm. and then of course sonam's like okay it's been a few minutes i should just go see if they're okay right she opens the door to get out of the cab she takes a few steps yep and that's, and where, that's we where it ends end the episode and it's like oh is she gonna see him also like is she gonna see him with the pictures of her and realizes well and the and they make it look from the look on her face that Sanem sees something right. that surprises her. Yes. Her eyes widen a little bit and she mm-hmm. stops in her tracks. So it it'll I'll, I'll be interested to see what she sees. Right. Clearly she sees something. Does right. she see Pauline? Right. Does she see John? Does with she the have pictures? supervision and can see the pictures all the way from here? Right. <laughs> right. So yeah. that'll be a very interesting place to start off the next episode i agree we're yeah we're getting into some really good territory Territory? i'm yes we are i (laughs) have been waiting you know well obviously like eight weeks you know nine weeks but i have been so excited to get to these next several episodes i was gonna say don't say anything yeah no just these next several episodes anything away oh man there's just i there's Again, a lot that happens. There's just a lot. There's a lot yeah. of content. There's a lot of moments. There's a lot of um, twists and turns. And yeah, it's it's about to get it's about to get really good. Oh yeah, things are about to get very interesting. So, yep. um, are there any last minute or moments? You know, oh. it's funny you didn't bring up any Osman moments. I was just about to do that <laughs> because I took notes, but I thought Ashley will like Ashley will have plenty to say. So I haven't no, brought I... up anything about Osman. <laughs> I. I was mainly focusing on on John and Sonam with most of my notes, yes. but I in my notes I said Osman appreciation of the week because <laughs> we all know how much I love Osman. Mm-hmm. Um, how sweet and excited and preening he was under Layla's praise yeah. when she comes back and she's telling him that he did awesome because he tells her about the vegan, vegan meatballs. meatballs and everything and she's praising him and he looks really happy I and know. he's got his sweet smile and the look on his face and I love him so much I know. and I might hate Layla a little bit for mm-hmm. not loving him back and I know, he like, keeps kind of kicking himself every time after he talks to her. Right, because, because he doesn't... clearly he knows how desperate he's looking. Right. I mean, and not that he he doesn't look desperate, but he's just very smitten. He's very twitter yeah. And he keeps being upset with himself. Like, yeah, great job, Osman. Way to, way to woo her. I did write, too, that interaction when he meets her at the cab and yeah. tells her about, like, oh, gives we started big hug gives her i want a hug like that i know he gives her this big sweet hug that she's like why is he hugging me for so yeah. long then he gives her the meatballs and explains like yeah we just started this thing we're doing vegan meatballs and you know like you said she gives him all that praise and he's like that's so smart and he's like well you know just trying to make a brand and she's like oh i learned all about that at this conference i was at i can share some of my knowledge and things that i learned if it'll you know basically to help your business right and part of me is like okay that's very nice of you yeah but also you dummy. You are vegan. How do you not see he made these vegan meatballs for you? Yeah. He's a butcher. 
exactly come on of meat not of <laughs> vegan ingredients yeah and he made you vegan meatballs like wake up layla yes wake up layla okay um, so that's all okay. I, I love osman <laughs> yes there were lots of you, great moments with him there was a he was in the episode a lot actually he was that's why i was like oh kept, i'm and, like and oh she'll bring him up oh she'll bring him up yeah <laughs> i don't want to steal any of your that was my your that was my thunder. favorite my favorite moment of the week was yes. just how adorable so he was sweet under um her preening under her attention before we wrap up there was a quick little moment i liked um when Duran earlier in the episode when John Levant and Sunam are in his office yeah they're kind of having that meeting mm-hmm. and Duran's like why am I not a part of this meeting she's in Emery's office spying and Emery's like well go in there you're the creative director if you want to be a part of the meeting go be a part of the meeting yeah. and she basically also had the purpose of wanting to be able to tell John hey Levant and Eileen I you know I saw them talking at breakfast so she's obviously got something sneaky planned I don't know what right but, you know, keep this between us. She kind of sneakily tells John that. And I love John, Mr. Straightforward. He, right after Duran's like, don't say anything. He looks right at Levant. Uh-huh. And he's like, um, are you speaking to Eileen too? And he's like, well, yeah. You know, we were thinking we could use her for blah, blah, blah. And John's like, okay, then use her for everything. Yeah. Like this was, this stuff was all M's idea. We're not sharing it. So either we're all or nothing. Yep. Either work with us or just Uh use Eileen for everything. And obviously it worked in their favor. He chose them. But I was like, man, I mean, that just goes to show John really does not like to beat around the bush. Right. He does not like secrets and lies. And I think that was meant to kind of shine that. Like, I'm a straightforward person. Yep. No, I'm not going to keep this secret information. Like, no, thank you, Duran. But okay, Levant, what's going on? Yeah. So I just appreciate – I think that just showed a good aspect of John's character and his personality. So I meant to bring that up when we were talking about that whole interaction. I but agree. I thought that was great. Anyhow, all in all, like I said, it wasn't it wasn't a bad episode. Things happened and the storyline moved forward. Right. Um, I think I just wished for more than just the couple tiny moments of sweetness that we got between John and Son M. Yes. Um, but – it was good. It's moving the storyline forward and the yeah. next – I think it's laying the groundwork for things to happen in the next few episodes. Absolutely. For us to actually see real – what's the word I'm looking for? Progress? Yes. Thank you. Real progress. Well, so, and now, you know, it'll be interesting to see how Polen plays into the situation mm-hmm. as she is there. If she's – is she going to stay? Right. After obviously finding out that Sanem is the mystery woman. Right. Um, well, yeah, and is this going to change how she acts? Because really, right. just watching her in this episode, she's very nice. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, she even like she really likes Sun M. Yeah. She honestly just wants clarification and is just confused. Like, hey, we, you know, she's just looking to clarify what the heck is going on. Because for her, she was sideswiped. You right. know, like, we've been together for a long time. And we've all of a sudden. been fine having this relationship that is long distance right it's never been a problem before right so now all of a sudden it is yeah so she's kind of this character you can sympathize with yeah um because it's like well yeah i i I get it you just want to know what the heck's going on Mm -hmm. and you don't want to lose this great guy and i can't blame you yeah so it'll be interesting to see too okay now that you have an answer right are you yeah does this change things does this change things yeah mm-hmm. so we'll see it'll be really interesting to see how it all plays out yep as the story continues and then the whole ring thing so yeah. so tell us what you guys think that what the heck is going on with yeah. that what was eileen doing i that really confused me yeah <laughs> yeah 
So, yeah. So, as always, thanks for listening, you guys. Yes, thank you, guys. You, you can find um, us on Instagram and Twitter at dizzy 4 dizzy mm-hmm. You can email us at dizzy 4 dizzypodcast at gmail.com. Um, thank you for your rating and subscribing and yes. all that good stuff. We really appreciate it. We do. We appreciate it so much, you guys. Um, yeah. So, keep at it. And, um, yeah, we'll see you guys next week with Volume 10. All right. Go to shoes. Thank you.